guys, welcome to another episode. Um, this episode is called, what is the difference between dieting and being healthy and why does it matter so much? So in my journey to like vibrant health and the most amazing level-headed mental state I've ever been in with regards to food, I've learned that nutrition does play a huge part in how I feel every day from the inside out. But how do we become healthy and make nutritious choices without deprivation or dieting? So first of all, before I delve in, I'd just like to ask you a few questions as always. How many times have you dieted before? How many times have you restricted food groups in order to lose weight? How many times have you declined a cookie and said, no, thank you, I'm trying to be good, quote unquote, be good, or I'm give, I've given up sugar. So if you're anything like me, it's like too many times to count or too many times to remember. So the big question, how do we become healthy without dieting or deprivation? So that's a good question, my friend, as always. But let, first, let me tell you the difference between dieting and healthy behaviors. So anything that involves dieting is restricting and limiting so dieting behaviors are limiting and I believe that most people by now know and understand that diets aren't good for us and they don't work long long term but for some reason we're always wanting to try the new diet fad or this diet will work for me this time and this is going to be the last one I'm going to do because so and so Brenda down the road it's really worked for her so it's going to work for me so the thing is, I see all diets as a form of deprivation and they focus on what you shouldn't have. So dieting is what you can't have. So if you give up something, if you calorie count, if you follow in a meal plan, you obviously can't have exactly what you want when you want because you're on this diet. And dieters also feel more motivated to diet because of their weight. So when they see that weight go down on the scale, they get really excited and motivated to continue. But then when the weight plateaus, which it inevitably does, that's when we just give up the diet. And then also what happens is, because we've restricted and deprived for so long, we end up binging and overeating on the foods that we've cut down on or weren't allowed to have, because it's all with it all begins with your mindset as I say everything is and it really is because if you're coming from a place of restriction then whatever you're restricting you're going to want so that's what happens when we diet I'm sure you don't need me to do a rundown of what happens because no doubt you're watching this listening to this because you're in that diet binge cycle and we need to get you out of it, don't we? So just a little fact for you, 95% of people who diet put back the weight and more, and so they end up weighing heavier before they diet. So 95% of people who diet put the weight back within, um, I think it's between two and five years. Like, So there's nothing wrong with you, it's the diet's that aren't sustainable, which is why people are yo-yo dieting all over the place. And that's why um, industries that sell diet foods and plans are thriving because we keep coming back to this. So why do we want to diet in the first place? I do talk about this quite a lot, but it's 
I believe it's due to media, society, the way we're brought up, what we're surrounded by, because skinny is brilliant. That's what the message is. It's changing a little bit now, and I just keep praying every day that it changes quicker and quicker in our environment before young people um, get open to eating disorders and body image problems and things like that. So we tend to diet 99.9% .9 of the time to change our body. And the reason we want to change our body is because we look at ourselves and we don't fit into what we think we should be looking like. And also because we don't feel great in ourselves, so we want to lose weight, but why don't we feel good in ourselves and why have we put the weight on in the first place? It all comes down to the food choices that we've given in shops, um, deprivation, and then you overeat. It's a constant cycle and it does start from body image and the media and society. So we start a diet to eliminate food groups to count calories because some celebrities endorsing this amazing detox diet that's worked for them and they look amazing so oh I'm going to try it this time and it's just a downward spiral from there really and then once you start your first diet and get results that's when you get hooked into the dieting industry and that's when you start yo-yo dieting for your whole life so the thing what happens in with our brain though without going into too much detail when we start depriving ourselves of the things that we want um, our animal brain kicks in because it thinks, well, I'm being deprived, whether that's mostly calories, so it thinks that you're not getting enough food and food's not abundant to you anymore, or you're constantly having to say no to what you desperately want to taste, like some nice chocolate brownies or something. Your animal brain is going to only be able to withstand not having these things for so long. And then when it does decide that it can't go any longer without having these things that's when the binges come in and when you overeat so you you once found that when you broke your diet you could just have a bar of chocolate and then you'd feel better but now you need two bars of chocolate and then you need a family size bar of chocolate to to overcompensate for what you've restricted so that's what happens in the brains of anorexic I was anorexic when I was a teenager and what happened was I starved myself for so long that my animal brain is now even more prone to go into overreactive state. So when I used to deprive again after I recovered from anorexia, it would enable me to binge even more so than someone who had never dieted before. I hope that I'm making sense with this. If you can hear banging, there's not a lot I can do about it, sorry. <laughs> Someone's fixing the door downstairs. So we all know, I'm sure, what deprivation feels like. Again, I don't need to tell you the whole binge diet cycle because that's why you're here. So what's the difference then between, I've just talked about deprivation and dieting, and what's the difference between that and healthy behaviours? So healthy behaviours are liberating. Um, I see healthy changes as something that you do over time. It's little steps. It's not an instant result, which is what we don't like which we don't like to hear we want we want everything yesterday and the thing with dieters is they see food as good and bad or they've been bad today because they had some chocolate or they've been good today because they've not had any sins today or whatever weight thing they're following but how can you define what food you have whether you're good or bad it's just silly so when you're building healthy habits 
You don't see food as good or bad. All food is, it's just food. You see food as more nutritious than something else or something has more protein and carbs in than something else. So it's more scientific based as a fact and not you don't psychologically connect it to whether you're a good or a bad person. So the first thing I would encourage people to do, if they really want to get healthy and not diet, they need to start with their mindset, which is what I say a lot, but it all starts with your mindset. So you need to start off by changing the way you look at food. So like I just mentioned, there's no good food, there's no bad food, you just need to see all food is equal and start by listening to your body, first of all, and tuning in to what it is that you feel like eating. And the more you do that, the more you will eat a balanced diet without even trying. Another good thing to do is if you're out, if you're adopting a healthy lifestyle and your ultimate goal is just to be healthy and to feel good and you you take the weight off your mind, so you're not weighing yourself, you're not overanalyzing yourself in the mirror, you're just making a commitment to being healthy and feeling good. So then the next time you're at a cafe and wondering whether to eat cake with your friend or not, you can just make a conscious decision and think, well, will eating the cake make me feel not great because after I eat cake I feel bloated and tired and whatever Um, and then it might be easier then to choose something else that will make you feel better because you're ultimately allowing yourself to have whatever you want you're not saying to yourself in that coffee shop I'm not allowed cake because I'm trying to be good so I'm not allowed to even look at it you can make a conscious choice so of course if you want to eat the cake then you can have the cake, that's totally fine. But you can also make a decision not to have the cake. So it all starts with your mindset and allowing yourself whatever you want. And then it's like reverse psychology. When you allow yourself something in in an abundance, then it's easier to refuse it because you can have it whenever you want. And then the more steps you take like that, the more healthier you'll become and then you'll become more, even more empowered to live that healthy lifestyle because you're making baby steps. And another thing is, um, I like to look at making choices as every choice you make is a vote towards the person you want to become. So if um, you vote ten times out of, um, I don't know, let's go, let's take the, oh, let's take a hundred, okay? So if you're throughout the course of the month, if you voted. Um, 70 times to become this healthiest version of you so you've made like healthy choices 70% of the time then the other 30% of the time where you've probably made a conscious decision to have the cake or to have the pudding because you want it in that environment you're going to thoroughly enjoy it then ultimately you're still going to become that healthy person because the votes that you voted for yourself to become healthy outweigh the votes that you've took that aren't going to lead you towards your goal but it still is so important to fulfill your needs not only um physically with food but mentally and emotionally and spiritually and sometimes you just need a big bar of chocolate to 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 cure to fix your cravings or whatever so it's all about balance and, and no one likes to hear that word balance i used to hate that word but it really does come down to balance and ultimately then you can have stuff in moderation 
without it may, without it being a chore because again I go back to the mindset you're giving yourself ultimate freedom and permission to have what you want and that was the easiest thing for me at first I did overeat on chocolate when I gave myself permission because I was like saying screw you to the diet gods and the diet police and overeating them but when I realized that my brain was like hold on a minute she's not ever going to restrict this type of food again then you start wanting it less and less and then when you do have it, you enjoy it a lot more because you have a different connection and different mindset around it so I hope that makes sense but Learning to eat like this in this modern society, it is more of an art than a science. You've just got to listen to your body. And then there's three different things you should ask yourself, like when you're going to eat something. And that's um, the taste of the food. If it tastes nice, of course, it's always got to taste nice. Nutrition, like what are you wanting to feed your body? And also the third one, feeling how does a food make you feel i can drink milk completely fine and eat ice cream completely fine whereas someone might have a intolerance to lactose so it's not it's never just about calories and whether a food's more nutritious or not it's about how it makes you feel because your body will tell you and communicate with you what makes it feel good or not so that's important and how do we adopt a healthy lifestyle then so it's again baby steps if you're serious about wanting to become the healthiest version of you unless you've got a willpower of steel and unless you want to live a miserable life you've got to take baby steps so what do I mean by that the best way so even if you decided you wanted to become healthy and you didn't want to diet you can't still do it all at once so becoming healthy let's give you a few healthy habits so you can't all of a sudden at the same time start a gym and then go to the gym five six days a week do 10,000 steps every day get out eight hours sleep every night eat five portions of vegetables every day eat two portions of fruit a day and drink three liters of water all in one go just like that because even though you're not on a diet as such it's too much for you for you to handle and you're not going to stick to it so my advice is to pick one new healthy habit to implement either per week or per month depending on how quickly you adopt a new new habits and once you've nailed that one new habit then pick another one so then when you look back in six months time or a year's time you you're you've become this healthy person of you in an easy and effortless way and yes, the weight loss won't be as quick because you're making slow, slow choices. But trust me, it will be sustainable and it will be a lifestyle, not just something you've done for a couple of months. Then you're just going to put the weight back on again. So baby steps is key. Self-compassion is key, but also a discipline to stick to that new habit until you've really got it as a habit in your life and then implement a new one and it makes the biggest difference honest to god it makes a huge difference doing baby steps and it's all about balance every choice you make is a choice a vote towards the person you want to become and the the bottom line is dieting is limiting leaving people feel feeling deprived and angry and a bit just hangry all the time because you can't have what you want whereas healthy behaviors expand choices and it focuses on what you can have it focuses on an abundant mindset 
and permission to have what you want and then you make better conscious choices and step by step you'll become the healthiest version of you so i hope that's helped if you need help being accountable to become the healthiest version of you this is what i'm here for my specialist is helping people to break free from binge eating there's a there's a process we go through the first process is to break free from binge eating and then the second process is to start adopting healthy habits so you ultimately get the body goals that you want to get without restriction but there's a process loads of mindset work loads of body confidence worksheets and activities to do so you actually start to appreciate and love the body that you're in before you even start to lose weight but that all is possible for you so reach out for help if you need me um have an amazing day i'll see you next time and don't forget you can always always have be and do anything you want and it's all about just making a decision taking action and going for it and i'm here if you need me i'll speak to you next time